You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And good night, because we know we will see you at every single one of those occasions. This is Monday Football Monday. This is the SB Nation NFL Show. A reminder before we get started that this show, official sports betting partner of the NFL, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Maybe you get in on some Premier League action, some baseball action. My Astros finally getting back in the win column after taking two losses to the Baltimore Orioles. My name is RJ Ochoa. This, once again, is the SB Nation NFL show. You can watch us on the SB Nation NFL Twitter page, the SB Nation NFL Facebook page, the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel. We stream this live every Monday morning as we recap the Sunday that was in the NFL, obviously the day before. If you're on the go, if you're commuting, if you're on the treadmill, if you're pumping iron you can listen to us on any of your preferred podcast providers search for the sb nation nfl show apple device radio stitch or whatever the case may be subscribe leave a rating write a review those things make us very happy uh who are we we are monday football monday myself rjo cho rachel prevet our fantastic producer is always on the ones and twos my co-host extraordinaire the most debonair person on both sides of the mississippi you know him you love him. You follow him for his cooking tips and tricks. He will teach you how to make quite the pot roast in the crock pot. He'll teach you how to do anything in the old air fryer. He makes a mean spaghetti from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride. It is the one and only Pete Sweeney. Pete, um, the uh, podcast audience does not know this, but you are, in fact, all that, my man. That's right. And a bag of chips. That's right. So I, I come with this news this morning that... Jets rookie cornerback Sauce Gardner has signed a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings to introduce his own signature sauce called the Sauce Sauce. So put mm. that in your pipe and smoke it today. Has he earned the name yet? Did you see that controversy that was brewing a few weeks ago? What, that he shouldn't have his nickname? No, no, no. Hang on. Um, who was it? There was a player on the Jets. Um, uh, well, I, I don't know who it was. I'm looking it up. Um, I'm, 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 I'm looking it up, obviously, this moment. Um, some players on the Jets, Pete, refused mm. to call him Sauce. Um, they said that uh, he would be a mod until the season started and he made some plays. This reminds me so of when Sauce is like a, a nickname. Wasn't there they, a team that would make you earn your stripes on the helmet? Yeah, you couldn't wear you couldn't wear stripes until you made um, the club. Yeah. Well, so like I can tell you, the Cowboys do that during practices, like during training camp. They won't give the rookies their stars. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you got to earn. The, which, but I've always thought that was stupid because in the in the preseason games, when they still, you know, they'll they'll put the star on right. for the preseason game, and then like they'll return to practice afterwards and be starless. You know, alternatively, you know, like, I, like maybe Jerry Jones shouldn't get a, a suit jacket until 
he, he wins the NFC right, championship right. or something, right? Maybe well, you should just have I, to come and work with us. I don't want to gloss over your point. Um, you, um, <laughs> you were thinking of the Cleveland Browns, who, when they That's were right. on Hard Knocks mm -hmm. in 2018, yep. removed the stripe. Uh, but to their credit, at the very least, the Browns removed it for the preseason games as well. Um, so you know what I mean? Like at least there was some consistency, um, you know, and they, and they removed, every, you know, you're a rookie, you're a 10 year veteran. I don't care. Please, you well, earn if my you're going to yeah. make them earn the stripes to maybe load up the team with some stars. That's, that's all I'm saying. Mm. Um, Pete Sweeney today, we are going to go through every single NFL division and we're going to basically rip them in half. Uh, we're going to tell you who the top two teams are in every division and subsequently who the bottom two teams are in the division. Um, as mentioned, though, we always are streaming Monday Football Monday live. Um, one of our cohorts, you know, maybe of a, of a rude variety, um, asks in the yeah. chat, with Tyron Smith getting hurt, to what extent is the Cowboys season in shambles? I'll hang up and listen. That question comes from Brandon Lee Gallagher. And I will answer, Brandon, by saying that if anybody wants to know, if anybody has... NFC East mixtape on the blog of the boys, Bleeding Green Nation, Big Blue View, or Hogshaven Podcast Networks, where we cover the NFC East as a whole. Some are so uh, impressed with the NFC East mixtape, Pete, that they have stolen it. They have effectively yeah. stolen our copyrighted property right. um, to, to do it with different divisions. Uh, but uh, but yeah, check out the NFC East mixtape for um, you know for my full Tyron well, Smith reaction. If you want to lawyer up, we can we can settle this. We can settle this like men in in court. Mm. Um, so, Pete Sweeney, are you ready to tear divisions? Are you ready to tear divisions in half? Is that what you're ready to do? When is Ed Valentine going to get an invite to the NFC Mixtape? <laughs> Ed, Ed, Ed has been on many episodes of the <laughs> NFC Mixtape. I don't know. You're, at this point, really, uh, did a full um, NFC East cohort quadcast um, that, you know, went rather well. So, yeah. Are you ready? Let's do it. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, let's let we we should we should ride unless we want to we want to take a quick break and see if we can can fix your 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 receptor receptor over there. You're, you're, we're, we're, I don't know what's going on down in, in the great state of Texas right now, but you're in, a little in and out this morning. Um, I don't either. Uh, apparently, my audio is coming in and out. Um, you're, so you're you're, you're, you're like, you're is it better now? It's every I would say it's every minute or so. Of course, we're recording live. So everyone who's watching this, we're trying to figure it out right now. But yeah, you are every minute or so you are pausing and your audio goes out. Yeah. For about, I would say, 10 to 15 seconds, maybe 10 seconds. Um, am I am I fine now? Did, was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's good. Basically, I'll describe it for you. You're fine for like, I would say, I don't know, 40 seconds or so. And then you it will eventually pause and your audio goes out for 10. So I don't know. Yeah. We're uh, saying RIPs. RIP RJ's connection. Let's move forward okay. for a second. All right. Let's save a fix. Sure. Now, see now, now you are not stable for me. Um, let's see this. Let me turn some things off. So you just, was went, I out right there? You just I went out for a I've second been, there. Yeah. I haven't identified the problem, but um, I at least was able to tell that I was out. Um, <laughs> okay, good. You know what? It's a good thing this isn't the regular season. I mean, I know the preseason <laughs> ended. So you paused again. You're paused right now again. I don't See, know like, why. Okay, yeah. I, okay, I'm back now, right? Now you're but, back. So, like, in that moment, I don't know if it's my connection or what, but in that moment, my like, I hear you and see you fine. It's just like I can't, apparently, like my connection coming through. Let me leave. I'll come right back. Okay, Pete, just tread water. All right, here we go. Well, it, it's good to be here on the Monday Football Monday by by myself now. 
RJ is working on his connection and our plan for today, and I'll go through this because I don't need him for that. Our plan for today is to go through each and every division. So that's the AFC East, the AFC North, the AFC South, the AFC West. Uh, we'll flip it for the the other side, NFC East, NFC North, NFC South, and NFC West. And RJ and I are going to seemingly, if, if he ever fixes his connection, argue about which two teams in each division are clearly the best. We are keeping two teams. We're getting rid of two teams, sort of a relegation thing with, with the bottom two, in, in a sense. And we're going to be making predictions about that. RJ, I've explained what we're going to do so we can skip over that at this point. Do you feel like you're in a good place to go? I hope so. Um, I, and Rachel put me on the other side of the screen. So I don't know. Maybe like this is the stable connection yeah. side. No, um, no, rocking back and forth on this. I, I'm not usually on this side. Right. Uh, hey, RJ, I feel how like are you? Good to see you. I'm just kind of testing it. Like I'm just kind of stammering yeah. at this point to see like how it goes. I think you're okay. Uh, I think you're okay now. It seems seems to be better. So do I look more crystal clear? You do. Like yeah, you look a little okay. bit better. Um, better than you normally look. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you that. Right. Like. No, maybe you're not fixed. <laughs> this is the best. How's, okay, I I just clicked something else. Let's let's okay. try this. Like, give, let's see it another right. minute because I just clicked something to. Okay. I I put like I I was explaining to Pete and Rachel I was having browser issues with Google Chrome, so I'm having to use Firefox yeah. to to do this particular yeah, action because yeah. Safari won't allow it, me to. I don't know so. if this Fox is getting it done right now, but let's <laughs> let's keep it rolling and see if see if we have more more issues. Okay, I think we're fine. Um, all right, Let's right. We're all alive. Nobody, uh, nobody's dead. Nobody's good. We're all Let's good. Roll. Okay, pick a division. Let's start. All right, I, I just went through the the AFC. So why don't we just start with the AFC East? Um, okay, I don't. You tell me if my internet connection is okay. You're is okay. Broken. You're okay right now. Okay. Okay. So anyway, uh, AFC East. Um, well, we're keeping the Bills, obviously. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're not. Um, it's Bills and Patriots. Are we willing to promote the Dolphins? By the way, what's up with Tyreek Hill like hating the Chiefs? Like I feel like that um, there's a lot of scorn there with Tyreek and the Chiefs. I don't really know what to make of it, and like I don't know. I, I two very different players, obviously, but like I look at Matt Ryan being disgruntled and it being very closed doors and he's, you know, they were still able to have like an amiable departure because a lot of the stuff, like I'm sure Matt Ryan was not happy with the interest in Deshaun Watson. And I'm sure, sure. it was very, he was very upset, but a lot of that happened behind closed doors when there's an exit. If sometimes our players disgruntled, you know, you either handle it like in a, in a Matt Ryan type of way, or you go to the Baker Mayfield and, you know, by extension, I guess like to Tyree kill where it's like very public. And there are some things that it, it seems like, you know, he didn't like in, in Kansas City, and a lot of that is, is coming out now. I he, I think he wanted to be a bigger part of the offense, but if you look at the target numbers, I, I don't know how he could possibly be bigger than he was. Um, and so, you know, now I think he, he made this big move, and I don't know if he's regretting it or what, but he he he's in Miami, and, he, and like it's almost like that new, new boyfriend slash girlfriend thing, but you're still checking the old flings Instagram or, or whatever, and it, it just doesn't say it's almost. I don't know. To me, and of course, I'm on the Kansas City side of this, right? So there's a Miami side. There's a Tyreek Hill side as well. To me, it's someone who made a decision and is trying to like talk out loud that this was the right call rather than taking the 25 million a year being top three. And this is a choice, you know, that he kind of made. So 
And I think that's where it is. I think he's trying to convince himself it was the right call. Um, it's going to be tough I to do once, once, once Tua starts playing in the regular season and, and it's not Patrick Mahomes. But my perspective on this is, you know how sometimes, um, like in sports, something will happen that sort of like forces a player or a coach or somebody to just kind of like embrace the the role of villain, right? And it's 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 difficult to like fight that. Like I think, yeah. like I think of that, and I think of like the uh, the Heatles, right? The LeBron, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Miami Heat. Like right. they just kind of like at a certain point embrace like we're the bad guy. Um, you let me know because my computer's doing the thing that it. You ju- you're just you just paused again. But uh, I, I think you were on your way to saying that you are appreciating when players embrace like being. The, well, the I don't guy. appreciate it. I don't really care. But yeah, so some, some some people are like forced into positions where they're having to embrace the villain role. Mm-hmm. Tyreek is like volunteering. Yeah, like I don't know that anybody was like, oh, he's the villain. He wanted to leave, whatever. But he's like trying. It feels like he's trying to like make himself out in that. Well, Does that make talking sense? Talking to people in Kansas City and, you know, I have found this interesting. A, a lot of people have have the same consensus at this point where you know he this was a really beloved player in Kansas City and probably if not definitely the the best wide receiver they've ever had in franchise history and people were upset that the Chiefs made this move and and in a way were you know there were there was a contingent of the fan base that was like why couldn't we find a way to keep him and now the consensus and this is talking to multiple fans and and you know being out there a little bit is like good riddance he's made it so easy for us to move on and I think you know, he could have had Kansas Cityans rooting for him in a way. And I think he's completely pulled the rug from that, um, from that. And I don't, you know, in, in a way, I don't understand why, because I, I feel like it was uh, unnecessary. And uh, yeah, I think he continues to to lean in. We've lost RJ. And so, um, oh, and now I he's think back. I fixed he's it. Back. I, this is a roller coaster. I, think, uh, I know. I, I apologize to everyone, Pete and Rachel specifically. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's so right. like. If you allow me to think this out, I heard your entire point. Um, and this is also a, an example to test this. So I had a, a I explained um, I had a virus on my Google Chrome browser. So I, I, I right. deleted that. I'm team Safari now, but I had to download Firefox to use this, like I'm saying. But I downloaded Norton as some sort of like antivirus protection. And Norton, I think, mm-hmm. was like, I don't like this website. Like, <laughs> like Norton was like, I, I have to protect my owner from this website so i'm trying to kind of talk right now to like so like somewhat test this um but i think that that's what the problem is so right now while you were speaking i was totally listening uh but i disabled uh i don't listen um but yeah i think i cut out again so good job i think you're all right you went up you went out for a second but uh (laughs) now now you're back in um okay now you're um whatever tyree kill wants to be the villain is are the dolphins our second team or the patriots for me, it's I, I, I'm, I'm. It's definitely not the Jets, right? So the Jets are in the bottom, the bottom two. It's just whether or not you give the nod to Miami or New England, and I, I, I tend to to trust Bill Belichick more. I mean, this is a team that made the playoffs last year. I know it. The thing, the things he's done with the coaching staff have been really weird, but I've, I've liked what I've heard and seen out of Mac Jones. That to think that okay, he'll, he'll take a another step and we don't really know where Tua is so if you have Miami and you have New England and you feel like Tua and Mac Jones are for whatever reason at least on similar planes then you know you flip to the other side of the defense I'm like I'm not betting I'm not betting against New England's defense with Bill Belichick the greatest you know defensive mind ever still running the show and if Mac Jones is a little bit better 
I think I think they are the second team in this division. I don't think it's Miami yet until like proven otherwise with Mike McDaniel can do on offense. Okay. Um I think that's fair. Um I don't know that I buy New England's like shaky offense throughout the preseason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not ready to bury them yet. Um so I'm with you. Like right. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, that's where I'm at too. It's it's you know, you can't bet against Bill. I, I I would like to, but I think it's such a risk. Like I'm going to bet on this new head coach, and you know we just talked about Tyreek, and we, he's an amazing player on the field. You add him to that offense, and I think there is a question of can Tua make the most of him. And I'm I think for me, betting on Bill Belichick is a better bet than a new head coach coming in and suddenly making Tua into this serviceable, above average quarterback that's going to get you to the playoffs. And so I just think. For me, the Patriots are a safer bet. So we're just complete and total team bills in the AFC East. Buffalo and Belichick. Buffalo and Belichick. That's right. The bill, the Bills and the Bills. Um, okay. That works. Um, I'm trying something in the background to try to fix this, by the way. Let's move to the AFC North. Start us off while okay. I fix this. All right. Moving on to the, the AFC North. Uh, this is something I've been saying all offseason, and I'm going to continue to say it. I think the Bengals are still first for me. I know not a lot of people are going to necessarily agree with me there, but whatever. I mean, this is a team that was a drive away from winning the Super Bowl, and they've only improved their offensive line, which a lot of people have regarded as as a weakness for a while now. And then, uh, so to me, the Bengals are still you know right there, the reigning AFC champions. And then you look at the rest of this division. Can't give it to Cleveland, especially with all this stuff that's gone on off the field. There's no way that you look, and with, again, the stuff off the field aside, you're missing a quarterback for 11 weeks, which you know is not going to get it done. That's that's more than half of the NFL season. You just can't see a scenario in which the Browns make the postseason. And then so for me, it comes down to Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Trust Mike Tomlin, but man, uh, I I don't know if I trust Mitch Trubisky. And I think the Ravens were so in the mix, and even the mix for the bye week, mid to the late season. Uh, with all those injuries, and they're getting a lot of players back healthy. And so I, I think this is an easy call, RJ. I think it's Bengals and Ravens, right? I would love to say the Steelers, um, just because I kind of want to believe in that story. Um, but I, I'm i with you. Like I I picked, I picked, think the Ravens could win the AFC. Um, I'm much more in on them than I think the mm-hmm. average person. Um, I think they're getting, you know, uh, in 2020. Um, sorry, give me one second here. I'm coming right back. Um, Let's see here. In 2020, um, the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers had the most games missed due to injury. And they both regressed very positively from that. And there we go. They both regressed very positively from that and had very, very oh, successful seasons this past year. I promise. I'm, I've, got, I've got a solution that I'm, I'm working through, by the way. It's just hard, difficult to talk while I do it. Um, I think that my point is, I think the Ravens are going to have incredible, po- incredibly positive injury regression. They they were destroyed last year. They were ravaged by injuries. I, I think that the Ravens are sleeping in plain sight. I don't think anybody's properly paying en- like enough attention to the exact threat that they are. I think you're right. Um, and I, I think last season, because of the injuries, made people forget about how efficient they are and how consistently they win. And, I you know, I think even with Lamar's injuries, I just... People have forgotten about Lamar a little bit. Like I, you know, I make the case always in Kansas City. You know, people have, have are underrating Pat again. You know, last night number eight in the NFL top 100. Um, but I think Baltimore has just as much a, a case of like forgetting how good Lamar is. And with a healthy team, a healthy defense, it's you know they're going to be right there for me. So 
that that's what we have so far. The AFC East, we have the Bills and the New England Patriots. And it sounds like we agree with the AFC North. We have the Baltimore Ravens and the reigning AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. All right, let's go to the AFC South, RJ, and I'll let you start this one out. Well, I'm hopeful that this is a much better experience. First of all, uh, I did switch browsers. But anyway, um, <laughs> I I think it's the it's the Titans and Colts. I mean, unless we're willing to throw one out and keep the Jaguars, um, I think the Titans belong. Like you can't we can't like if we're relegating to use your word, we can't get rid of the reigning division champion. I, you know, I don't think any division that would make so sense. To do. You're not worried um, about this AJ Brown situation as much as everyone else would be. I got to say, like, I, I know I've, I've like made the take that the Eagles lost the trade for AJ Brown. Um, that I feel like I've, I've grown. Like, I don't think the Titans won the trade. I just think they lost it less. Traylon Burks obviously hasn't looked great and that's not encouraging. Um, but there's some bad vibes with AJ Brown and the Eagles. I think like he, he's like, like kind of like Tyree kills, like trying to look for opportunities to be the villain. AJ Brown is like, like seeking out like uh doubt or whatever. Like, like no, nobody's trying to convince us more that they're happier, that they're away from their ex than AJ Brown. Maybe Tyree kill is second place on the trying list. <laughs> Tyreek you know, is pretty high like, up there on that AJ, list, but yes, I, I tend to, agree. I mean, but like, and by the way, my connection seems right. incredible right now. Yeah. Just not trying no, to brag. It but, might be better than um, mine at this point. So not quite the come up, not, might true. be the come up um, of the week, your connection really. But okay, so fine. Even if you're worried about AJ Brown, they have the best quarterback in the division. Is that mm, fair? Yes. Like the, uh, certainly the most proven one, like relatively speaking, not long term or like well, career wise. Um, yeah, the Colts, they have the best. Do they have the, Col- they have the, the best Colts running back now, in the division I, with Matt Ryan? I but it, you, you don't know what to you don't don't know what to expect from Matt Ryan at this point. I know, but I still maintain that you know they're probably fine. Um, I just think it's it's funny because if you drop the Titans in maybe any other division, they were definitely in the bottom two. But just the AFC South is sort of on this island in itself of of mediocrity, and you don't really know who to to give the nod to. You, would you be stunned if any of these teams were in the top two and any of these teams were in the bottom two? Um, I would not. I would not. Um, I guess, but it, it is the the like shakiest division in that sense. Um, I think we got to go Titans Colts. I don't want to keep the Colts in there. But I'll entertain everybody else. Like if I oh, could I pick, know. I'd go Titans Jaguars. I know the classic Thursday night football matchup. Yeah, and you know what, Davis Mills has been getting some some rumblings of him. He might be better than than anyone realizes. Uh, and and then you look at at Jacksonville, where you don't really know how to judge that team because of the disaster that was Urban Meyer. But in this exercise, you know, I think we're leaning on what do we know for sure. And I I I gotta go at that point. For me, it's it's probably Colts Titans. I, I think the Titans are going to miss having that that target. Um, but but again, you look at the beginning of last year before Derrick Henry got injured. I mean, they were just there was old school football. We're going to win games with with this running back, and who's to say they can't do it again? But you know, Derrick Henry has to stay healthy this year. So. Um, well, I agree. so okay, Titans and Colts. Let's kind of speed things up a bit now that like let's not you know let's not challenge the connection. Um, AFC okay. West. I can't believe we didn't go here first. Um, but um. Mm-hmm. I went in, you know, alphabetical order. You did. Yeah, that's true. Alphabetical is that why they're always yeah. sorted that way? Because I feel like the natural sorting is like on either side, east, north, uh, south, west. It just kind of made sense in my mind, but maybe it is alphabetical. Um, yeah, I think that's why. Chiefs, Chargers. Is that fair? 
It's like that thing. By the way, um, just huge, massive profile on Brandon Staley this morning in Football Morning in America. Do you know he likes coffee? He's this 39-year-old coach, Pete. He reads books. He mm-hmm. likes coffee. He's no. he's a millennial. I mean, he right. you know that is a millennial. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Wonder how he takes it. I mean, I think that I, when I, when I go up in there, you know, what do you want your coffee? I go, you know, make it light and sweet. Let me like say this. Me. What I always say. I think yeah. that the idea that people have an issue with Brandon Staley going forward on fourth down, because like that was, if you, I don't know if you've read it yet. Um, you you've spent a lot of this morning carrying me heroically in my my faulty mm-hmm. internet connection. Um, but sure. so a huge part of this profile was about his, uh, you know awakening or how he's awakening the nfl to going for it on fourth down fourth down conversions things like that um and like it, you know there was all this straw man arguing like yeah people will argue with it people will say it's dumb and i'm not saying that nobody disagrees with with brandon staley and his decisions to go for it on fourth down but i don't think there's this like mountain of people that are like oh that was so stupid like i think i think that there, the more and more people support aggression on fourth down i know you're kind of old school and, and archaic and um, crusty and decrepit well, on that. that here's subject, the thing: but... if you if you want to do this uh, experiment, and I'm like, I'm not going to blame you. You got to make the playoffs, man. Well, okay, uh, let's, you got to make the playoffs. There's an additional playoff team, and you know it came down to literal inches. And maybe if you had been more conservative throughout the year, you are in the playoffs. I mean, who's to say the other way? So I, I I think you're right. That's fine. Be aggressive, but if you don't make the postseason, all this I'm year, saying. Even in this tough division, people are going to be like, well, is this really? That's a different point than what I'm making. My point is simply, I don't think as many people dislike the approach as people make it out to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think people are like arguing with nobody um, that that it's a wise decision, but whatever. But either way, it's Chiefs and Chargers. We agree. I I don't know. I'm probably more apt to put the Broncos in there now with Russ um in the mix i feel like this team's been pretty good for a while now and it's just needed a quarterback and they got a pretty good one uh, i'm not you know willing to say he's top three top but you five, mentioned but the coach like we have no idea who nathaniel heck is. is isn't that like like i don't i i feel like that well, question or that idea hasn't been talked about enough well give me the mystery door than the guy who could have knelt his way to not not call a timeout his way to the playoffs last year uh right in front of him I, mean, I, I know you're just for complimenting brandon staley but like if they just like let the clock run out they make the postseason that okay. would have been fine for let's, me i mean let's look the at the time. exercise this way and i don't know if he's still watching live if he is then he has seen me survive my internet connection but last year brandon lee yeah. gotten foolishly said that he preferred the duo of ron rivera and ryan fitzpatrick to Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you have to take them as a package, um, he argued sure. for Rivera and Fitzpatrick. Um, so if we looked at the AFC West in that same way, so Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, clear cut kings, yeah. right? Uh, by the way, the Len Dawson thing was awesome. That was awesome for Memorial in America. Um, so the, our other competitors are Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr, mm-hmm. plus Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, plus. Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. Who's second best? I think you have to give it to Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert. It's the combination of who they are. Well, one we've seen like the combination, and Herbert looked great last year. But but I don't know. Like you, you got to make the postseason. I, we know what that is, and that's a team that didn't make the playoffs. I, I'd rather I think go with Russ Wilson with this great defense. You have all these weapons. I understand that Tim Patrick went down, but. I just feel like he's finally going to make the most of the surrounding part of that team. And I don't care who the head coach is. I mean, we've seen rookie head coaches have success in the NFL before. And 
this is someone who has had success in Green Bay. Why? Why? Just because we don't know. I mean, we know what Herbert and and Staley is. It's going for it on fourth down and missing the playoffs. So <laughs> I'll take the. I'll take. I'm going to give you the edge here because you're the AFC West guy. You are the waka waka of the AFC yeah. West mixtape. Um, so I'll, I'll lean. I'll trust you. Trust fall time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to put the Broncos yeah. in over the Chargers? I okay. do. I do. All right. You know what this is? Um, This is like we ordered a meal. Um, So we ordered like filet mignon. That was the Chiefs, right? And we could only get one side. And I wanted um, the like mashed potatoes that have like the cheese and the bacon and everything like that. You were like, no, RJ, trust. We're going to get a mac and cheese truffle. That's what you got with the Broncos instead of the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Mac and cheese truffle. Let's ride. (laughs) Okay. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, let's move to the NFC. I guess we'll go in the same order. And the NFC East is maybe the easiest one. It's Cowboys and Eagles. Easily. Right? Like. You know, I know you grew up for the New York Giants. I'm a I'm Pete Sweeney. You know, I went to PS one eighteen. And at PS one eighteen, we we root for the Giants, the Mets, and occasionally the Islanders. It's tough because, you know, naturally I have soft spots for the Giants and the WFT, which has changed the same. Um inexcusably. I forgot. But uh, yeah, the reality is, yeah, it's there's no there's no real debate here. Um, at least as it stands, and, and the Giants prove otherwise with uh, their new head coach. But it's to me, it's um, Cowboys, Eagles. I think there's like another tier for the Giants, and then there's the Washington. We have to do something, or Ronald Air is in trouble this year. So that's kind of where it stands. So there's almost like three tiers here, but yeah, definitely the Cowboys and Eagles. Um, I want to say just right now, because now it's it's you know applicable and my internet connection is allowing me to i by the way a huge shout out i'm i'm going to hand out my mf double mvp vote to, to pete tweeney to rachel prevet and to the listeners for everyone dealing with that earlier uh but no it wasn't annoying. it wasn't annoying at all i thought it was it was it was enjoyable um, for me so personally. let me tell you something did you see late sunday night pete that taylor swift announced a new album coming this october 
uh i you know i didn't see it like on the news or anything i saw it on it had to be like 10 to 15 instagram <laughs> stories of people that I follow okay that were, uh okay so that is how the news but just so you me. know check this out all of these are facts mike mccarthy's first three years with aaron Rodgers. first year went six and ten. Second year had five losses and lost in the wild card round the third year they won the super bowl now of that time period Taylor Swift released an album in the first and third year. All right. Mike McCarthy's first three years with Dak Prescott. First year, six and 10, just like his first year with Aaron Rodgers. Second year, their team had five losses and lost in the wild card round, just like McCarthy's second year with Aaron Rodgers. Third year, are the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl? Because just like McCarthy's first three years with Aaron Rodgers, McCarthy's first three years with Dak Prescott featured Taylor Swift releasing albums in the first and third years. Yeah, no, that that's that's amazing. <laughs> um, what I wonder is what Sean Payton was doing right. when uh, the Taylor Swift album was released because I'll be the coach next year. So, so you agree that Taylor Swift the just confirmed the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl? Okay, um, well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. NFC North. Well, it would it would be the first time since like 1989, right? So that's, I, t- I got to tell you, like we are seriously going to have a good time on the mixtape this week. Last week was a week for the Dallas Cowboys with the Tyron Smith injury. Um, it was yeah. It was well. He'll be back for the playoff. So dude, that's I mean, I like I've spoken about it a little bit, but like it was the most Dallas Cowboys thing of all time. That like literally that this news breaks at midnight on Wednesday night, and that you know just a sleep cycle, not even later. First take is is at the star. You know, with Jerry going like full WWE with Stephen A. Smith, like the the act is on. Like it was just a really surreal thing. Um, is basically the best way to put I it. I love. I do love how Stephen A. Smith handles the Dallas Cowboys and any news. I, I must have. Um, the NFC North, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Those are my picks. Yep. Yeah. It's, I guess the lines would make some people want to be bold right now. I think it is consensus. They're who analyzes the league. The Chicago Bears are in full re- rebuild mode. So this is not going to be a year where they would be even considered. I want you know you want to be bold and pick the lines, but it's just two bowls to do with these solid teams that are Green Bay. It's got Rodgers back coming off the two MVPs in a row, and then Minnesota. I I think that you know their offense may be unlocked a little bit further with O'Connell. I you know I think I hate to put it like this way, but I think there is a little bit of offensively of a ding dong, the witch is dead um, type of feel for them, and I I think they could be very very explosive and and you you know just more consistency in minnesota so i I think green bay and minnesota feels i've been saying for a while watch out for kirk cousins this year um i mean that like they if they're i haven't had my fantasy drafts yet i don't know if you have i know pete is big into that community by the way your audio connection was kind of not stable there for a second i don't know if that was just me are you gaslighting me Um, right now but um but yeah i want all the shares of the vikings offense that i can get this year i mean justin jefferson is obvious but i mean like kirk cousins is a sneaky top five quarterback and nobody wants to give him credit for it. So that's fine. I don't know about that, but uh, I do think he is in a position to look better than he ever has with this new mm-hmm. head coach. So I will say this too. I, I'm not like, I'm not like drinking the tonic of the lions. Um, like Dan Campbell's don't fall. Don't fall for the hard no, knocks. But like, hard knocks. So, trick some of here. the things like, look, Dan Campbell seems awesome. Like, I'm sure he's awesome to play for. And, like, it's different to watch this stuff. But some of the stuff seems, like, too out there to be 
like authentic to me. Like I like I like mm-hmm. people accuse people of like playing things up to the cameras. Like when Hard Knocks is on, I'm not saying that's what ha- what's happening here, but like it like there's like there's too many like kneecaps things. Like it it all seems like just trying to go viral for different stuff. I don't know. That's my perception on it. I could be wrong. Yeah, where I mean, he just comes in the the circle and is like, "Oh, you guys are my lizards, and I'm going to provide you lizard food, and I'm just asking you to trust me there, and you'll be shaking your tails all the way to an NFC North title. Just trust me, my lizards." I, I mean, that's a good, actually a really good example. I was thinking of um the like one of the hotter quotes from one of the first episodes was. Uh, when he was like telling them they had to like fight everybody and he was like i don't care if they have one ass cheek or three toes like like what like that is you know what i mean like if they put you in the ufc octagon i will throw you a chair <laughs> i mean like some of that stuff would make more sense than and it's just like it it just i don't know i'm not saying it's inauthentic it just doesn't feel i don't know i i'm not Maybe I'm just different. I'm not like falling for if the, the people. Packers or the filet mignon. We are gonna be that truffle <laughs> mac and cheese brothers. Uh, Stick with the, me. Uh, I got you. I just care about you guys so much. You truffle mac and cheese. Uh, guys. The, the NFC South, I think, comes down to the Bucks and the Saints. I, I, um, I don't think the Falcons are. Yeah. Poor Sam Darnold, by the way. I mean, just tough times for him right now. That Mayfield, bro, the shy Smith, my guy, is back. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, there was something about Browns Baker Mayfield I couldn't ever get behind. Like I, you almost wanted the roof for him to fail. And I don't know. I kind of like this Carolina Baker story and see what they do there. I think it's definitely the Bucks first, right? So the Bucks are, are locked in there. But I do think that number two spot is, is in a lot of ways a two. And we'll see how Mariota does, but a three-team race it could be. Uh, I want to see what Mariota can do with, with Kyle Pitts and how that offense looks. But uh, it, it does feel like Bucks Saints. But if I'm picking a third team, like the Panthers and Baker and that story, I'm very excited to see what happens there. And, and they're in desperado mode, right? If the Panthers don't show something this year, Matt Rule is, is done. And so we'll see how they uh, rise to the occasion. Uh, desperado mode. Interesting. Um, great song by the Eagles, obviously. Um, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I... I, I can tell you why you like Carolina Baker. I can tell you exactly why. Yeah, I don't know why, but I their do. social team is very good. Like they're 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 much so? better than the Cleveland social team. That's what it is. You're falling for it, Pete. I, let let me wake you up. You know, like like you're hypnotized. I, you know what I mean? The the I mean, he looks healthy <laughs> and he looks like a better option than Brissett. I don't. You know, I just it's. I mean, we don't have to go down this road again, but just. Cleveland and their fumbling of this entire situation is just wild. And uh, if Baker shows out in Carolina and saves Matt Rule's NFL life, you were going to be wondering, you know, what Cleveland really, really is doing, especially when, you know, I, like, like I said before, I don't think they're going to be making the postseason. And who knows? Like, if Carolina is that number two team this year in the NFC South, I think they're going to look even sillier. So, um, wow, we will, we will see. Um, okay, so moving on, finally, NFC West. Um, Rams, Diners? Anybody believe in the Cardinals? You believe in the Cardinals? Well, this is tough because, uh, you know, we picked second teams a few weeks ago, and uh, I'd love to put my beloved uh, Seattle Seahawks in the mix here, but I, I just can't do that with a good conscience, uh, though I, I am ho- hoping that uh, Gino and, and the squad run their way to the, the postseason. But no, it, to me, it's, it's definitely the Super Bowl champions, right? So the Rams are in there. 
And then uh, it's between the 49ers and Cardinals. And based upon everything that happened this offseason, right, it just feels like the Cardinals are in for a grand fall off, whereas the 49ers continue to build and build. And, you know, I think they're a little bit healthier uh, this year. And they do have a grand question in the, in the QB. And we will see, uh, based upon uh, our, our good friend, Rob Stats Guerrero, we should have no questions about that. Uh, remember, right. he picked Trey Lance to win the MVP and that MVP uh, discussion we had. I, I will say uh, that, that direct, that's that one of like stats isn't alone in that. Like there's a lot of like watch out for Trey Lance, you know, discussions. I'm buying a little bit of that. That's one of the things that I'm kind of like, OK, you know, like I'm like, I cannot. I mean, no, how, like, how I'm not willing I, to buy like as much of it. Like he's MV, he's going to be an MVP, but like I can buy. You know, like a year ago, even like a few months ago, I was like, I have no clue what this dude's going to be. You know what I mean? Like, I thought this could be a disaster. I'm buying yeah. like he, like we might be seeing a legitimately good quarterback. That, that's as much stock as I'm willing to put into this. I, I'm not saying, you know, there's any kind of. Um... But then like, so I don't know. This is what's weird about that, because I see a lot of the San Francisco 49er picks to win the NFC period. Man, we don't really know about a season of worth of Trey Lance where where it's like. I also think there's a, a storyline that, that's almost the alternative side of like, okay, if we are just blindly saying that Trey Lance is going to be this guy, the guy, right? Have people just forgotten about Kyler Murray? I, I mean, I know the offseason was weird with the statement, and last year there was some room to be desired, but we've seen Kyler do it before. We don't, we've never if seen. If this you're telling history. me like I have to buy like Kyler or Trey Lance right now, like obviously the prices are different. I'd I'd rather like for the price I have to pay. Like I know this is a dumb exercise. I'd rather have Trey Lance. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm willing to believe. Let me let me put it to you this way: the following quarterbacks in the NFC, we would both take over Trey Lance. Tell me if you disagree. Dak Prescott. I'll throw Jalen Hurts in there right now. Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, obviously Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray. That it? Can you name another one? Would you? I don't I mean, know. Like, would you rather have Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz or Trey Lance? No, Trey Lance. But like, what what I'm saying is like, I don't know. I feel like Kyler is a year removed from people thinking he was a top five guy, and you know we make these assumptions that you know other quarterbacks can rebound. Sure. And Kyler doesn't really get any of that respect. Like I think people have like great. Sure, 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 sure. That's you know, fine. I think it's I think it's been a little. But too so fast like following that, that exercise. Ky- or Trey-, Trey Lance is like the eighth best quarterback in the NFC. Like at least like how we would like rank them, right? Because you're not taking over Wentz over Daniel yeah. Jones. I don't think we're even taking over Justin Fields as much as you know I wanted Fields to succeed. We just like we saw too much bad. You know what I mean? And like we don't trust the Bears. It's, it's not really a Fields thing. We don't. We're not going to take Jared Goff or Jameis or Mariota or even your boy Baker, and certainly not going to take Geno Smith. So let's say Trey Lance is kind of the like I don't know fit the eighth best quarterback in the conference. Who's the eighth best quarterback in the AFC? Like, let, let's just like, like humor me. I'm just counting. I'm not ranking. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson. If you want to put Deshaun in there, that's up to you. Um, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. Like, we're talking like, it's probably like Derek Carr-ish, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so like, think about that. Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback, and he's on the same like right. playing field-ish as Trey Lance in that sense. That's pretty wild. Well, that that's what's it's the difference right now between the AFC and the NFC. Right, mm-hmm. it's almost just two different schools. Uh, like, I don't. It's, it's PS one eighteen and how, how, PS one sixteen. All right, we come from different. <laughs> it's just wild blocks. how 
young and elite quarterback wise the AFC is and the NFC there is a couple and it's like a huge drop off. It's just wild. The conferences. Are okay, so we got rid of very quickly the Dolphins, the Jets, the Steelers, the Browns, um, the. Oh, you, you froze again. So I'll continue. Um, we got rid of the Jags and the Texans. Yeah. Uh, we got rid of the Raiders and the uh, Chargers. We got rid of the uh, Giants and right. the Commanders, the Bears and the Lions. We also kicked to the curb the Panthers and the Falcons. And then we also said goodbye to the Cardinals so, and my Seahawks. Uh, go my Hawks. last thing. There are two last place teams here. There's always generally always a team that goes from worst to first. Who is, I think I know who you're going to say, but who's a stronger candidate to do that? The Baltimore Ravens or the Denver Broncos? It's got to be the Ravens just because of the division. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're right. playing the Steelers and the Browns. The That's the weird thing about the AFC West now. And, I, you know, I'll admit this with the Kansas City Chiefs having do, like dominated it for the past six years. Man, it is wide open. And I think, you know, Especially in the in the AFC conference standings, like, we got to remember the Titans were the AFC by like, last year, right? So it was already hard, I think, for teams like the Chiefs and Bills to 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 get to that number one spot because there's only the one by. These teams in the AFC West are going to be beating up on each other. Like four and two was outstanding for that division. It used to be like you could sort of run over them six and zero. Oh. If you look at the Ravens, right, they they should go four and zero oh in games against the Steelers and Browns. And so if you split one, you're that's already a game ahead of everybody in the AFC West in, in a sense. So um, if you, if they split the one would, would be the Bengals. So I don't know. The divisions do matter. And I, I think the AFC West is going to be hurt by the fact that they're playing each other two times each. Okay. The Chief, I would tell you the Chief, the chiefs wish they were playing the giants twice and the commanders twice. You know what I mean? Um, I bet they do. I bet they do. All right. Rachel, the time has yeah. come. Uh, number one for you to show your face so I can apologize to you face to face for my terrible internet connection, which apparently crapped out again right now at the very end. Rachel, you are the forever goat. Pete is the temporary goat. Uh, so I love Rachel. I love Pete. I love Monday Football Monday. Um, I, Rachel, cast my MF double MVP vote for the two of you, but it is your floor to speak on anything we had to say. Um, and plus to officially hand out the award. I did have a question. I thought with the AFC West, you guys had different like picks, or did you guys agree at the end? Because I thought Pete chose the Broncos. RJ, RJ, back down. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, it, it, this was a this was a garbage man bear situation, and bear was going at him, and 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 I was bear, and finally the garbage was like, okay, okay, you can have this trash, and then now basically you know, now bears eating eating some trash. Okay, so we went Chiefs Broncos. Okay, 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 fair. All right, well. Cause it was going to be up down to that one, but it doesn't matter anymore. It goes to Pete because he held it down Woo! today. Phenomenal job. Thank you, Pete. Just for the record, Pete. Um, it, it took me literally not being able to do the show uh, for parts of it, for you to win the award. Just <laughs> so we're very, very, bear, I would bear probably was doing on the internet. so that's why I thought it was two different choices, but you agreed. So I was, I was, it, I was on the Broncos side. Yeah. Anyway, so that, um, I remember you I making mean, that argument. However, you have to talk. What about my Taylor Swift thing? Was that? That was cool. cool. I didn't, had you. no idea. That was a really good idea to bring that up. That's right. Uh, Pete, well, the uh, the podcast audience, first of all, doesn't know about all of my tech issues because Rachelle is amazing and handled a lot of that. Granted, that's a future sure. thing that we're saying in this moment. Uh, but they also don't know the shirt that you're wearing. Rachelle and I were commenting before the show mm -hmm. started. Uh, you were wearing an all that shirt. 
and Rachel specifically asked. Yeah. I normally ask you to do something very weird at the end. She specifically asked for me to have you sing the All That theme song as we leave. The floor is yours, Pete Sweeney. Grace us with that beautiful set of baritone pipes you have. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> all that, this is all that, this is all that, yeah. 